Hello, Diana here for the Sales and Marketing for Massage Therapist podcast. Today I'm talking about selling tangibles and intangibles, and I'll explain. This is a precursor to the class I'll be teaching on December 11th, 2022. That's a Sunday. Not sure of the time yet and the format uh, platform that will happen on either Zoom or through YouTube. Um, and if you're interested in learning more about that or wanting to be on the list to receive the link to, to take this class, which is free, by the way, um, I will leave my email address in the show notes so you can contact me directly. So selling tangibles and intangibles. The class I'll be teaching is about organic marketing, the benefits of it, what that looks like, some different things you want to consider. Um, there's a lot of pluses to it that go beyond the fact that it's free or at very low cost to you as a, as a business person. So I look at it from the lens of the selling tangibles and tangibles. The tangible things are, this is uh, whatever service that we're wanting to sell, the 60 minute, 90 minute, plus perhaps these other services included, or that can be included for these prices. That's sort of the tangible. That's Those are the facts of the selling interaction. The intangibles are about you and your prospective client, your customer. So from the you standpoint, as the business owner, massage therapist, you are the seller. You are getting into the conversation with somebody about them buying from you. And so really what it comes to, when I look at organic marketing or any kind of selling marketing, um, whether you're paying for it or not, is really answering the question, why do people buy? Why are people buying from me? And what's happening in their brain during the sales and marketing processes? And what often happens as business people is that we are not thinking really about our prospective clients and their experience of the sales and marketing process. So one of the things about organic marketing, which I really like is being able to really sink into, have a bird's eye view, as well as perhaps crawling in their brains a bit of our, those people we want to be our clients. What is their motivation for buying anything? What is their motivation for buying from me? What was it about what I said or offered that made it an instantaneous yes, or at least uh, getting information from you, creating that connection with them for future interactions, perhaps? So I think it's this whole psychology of selling and marketing is fascinating. And it really boils down to what you think about your clients, what are they believing about themselves in terms of having access or allowing themselves access to what you're offering? What do they believe is possible for them in terms of being able to afford or being able and or being able to fit into their schedule the service the that you are selling to them? and the experience of that service, because that's really what we're selling. 
and the impact of that service as well. Those all roll into why people buy. And so when I look at intangibles, it's about uh, a lot of questions I'd like for you to consider if you're thinking of joining this class as a, just to prime the pump, so to speak, about where your brain is about selling in general, when other people sell, when you sell, what types of advertising or selling verbiage really works for you or repulses you. And what are your beliefs about high ticket items or things on sale? All these thoughts have probably, I'll say probably, most likely have a belief system in place about money, lack, availability to, for other people to pay for what you're selling, for yourself to receive it. This is a multi-layered process and I find it fascinating because I like psychology. I like to, I like to figure out why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking and doing what I'm doing. And I can also learn as a trained observer, why people are reacting the way they do to my business, to my services, to my prices, to my content. I can learn the psychology behind all that and really fine tune my messaging based upon that information I'm gathering. Because really at the heart is, yes, it's our business or this is our vocation. This is our art. This is what we're dedicated to uh, mastering. And so in whatever avenue that looks like theater, so to speak, if you're a business owner, want to be a business owner, or if you're working for somebody else, is that we are always um, in some form or another selling ourselves, selling other people on what we do, our ideas, uh, the value of what we offer. And so I think when it comes to these, these intangibles, I mean, they can fall under the heading of, um, what I'll be talking about in the class is the sales triad, belief in yourself, belief in your client and belief in massage, those levels of belief. And I look at it as, uh, this was not my idea and it, it can be, it was frustrating for me. So I like to add it because I think it frustrates other people, some of my clients, especially on a level, on a scale of one to 10, how high, or what would you rate your belief as a massage therapist? What is the, between a scale on a scale of one to 10, what is your level of belief in massage therapy as an art, as a practice, as a benefit? to your, your clientele, to the world on a scale of one to 10, how high, or what would you rate your belief in yourself as a massage therapist? And what is your level of belief between one and 10 about your clients? And this can be a little tricky. It requires some thought and we'll go into that in the class because there's a lot of talk to a lot to talk about. But it's, for a lot of us, it's, um, we are very initially in our business, we may not be business minded, not have that background. 
for us to take a leap into our prospective clients' minds and take a guess at what their desires are in terms of the services that we're offering is a, a difficult leap. But there are ways to work around that. If you've been paying attention to um, or listening to the podcast or any of my social media, you'll see that it's it's very easy to dwell in somebody else's mind. Maybe that's just me. But there, there are always telltale signs. There's behavior. There's what they're saying. There's not what they're not saying. And definitely not what they're, definitely what they're not doing. So I digress. But that's the basis of the conversation. It's a lot about belief. How do we believe ahead of time in what we want to create for ourselves in terms perhaps of goals, number of clients, uh, revenue, um, being able to move out of a job and into a business. These are all the levels of belief are always evolving the more we pay attention to them. So going back to the tangible, intangible things about selling is there are certain things between you and signing or um, getting that prospective client on your table. There are things, beliefs, thoughts, actions, feelings, between you and that result of getting a new client to walk through your door, get them on the table, get them to pay with you, get them to rebook. These are all a series of different results that we could think about as we move along in our business. The thing is that a lot of, you know, the, for a lot of people new to business, not familiar with business is this vague quality of what selling and marketing is. So part of this class will be teaching more specifics about that. There's a process here and, and whether you're selling cars or um, what did I just buy recently? Wrapping paper from Amazon. There is a process to sell anything. And once you're aware of that process and where you are in that process, what you want to create from those processes, it, you can sell anything to anyone at any time. It's a skill I'm building that I am fascinated by and I can't wait to sort of get there. <laughs> anyway, so it's, I think between, when we look at the, the intangibles, say our own beliefs about money, about what it is that we're selling, that goes into attitude, mindset, thought, thoughts, uh, beliefs. We have a whole narrative or s different sets of narratives about what that is. And so I, in the beginning of this, I asked about what are your beliefs about the, just the act of selling and what do you think goes into selling something? What do you need to know? Or how do you need to prepare yourself in order to sell what you're offering? And it doesn't have to be a exhaustive list or analyses. It just has to be at the start, just an awareness of the value of what you're offering and the belief you have in the value of what you're offering. 
what you personally bring to the table with every specific client. And that's a conversation too, because that goes back to the, the sales tri triad, the belief in you, what you bring to every session, what shapes your words when you talk to clients about what you do. So I think it, I, when I think about these intangibles and it's always, it's always a lot of assumptions that I have to be at the right place at the right time, talking to the right person. That is, that is an assumption and a, a belief that's going to prevent us from talking to 95% of the people that we're around at various times in various places. There's a right way to do it. No. There's a right, um, I'm trying to find my perfect client. Your perfect client may or may not exist. And the perfect client that you think that you're attracting may not be so perfect. So I'm, I'm inviting you to let go of this idea of perfection or the right thing. Um, I shoot for as a suggestion is if this feels good, this feels appropriate for right now. I could change my mind, but for right now, this feels good. And, and just see what happens because selling like a lot of things is just an experiment. You know, you, a lot of people get into business and they are, could be naturally shy, introverted, not very secure, not maybe perhaps the best communicator. Um, they don't know how to sell. They know they have to do it. It becomes a very heavy handed, um, convincing you know, heavily persuasive, almost manipulative process. And it doesn't have to be that way. And believe me, I was there. So I know it's, I look at this whole idea of, of selling if you're not really aware of some of the basic components of selling is just, you know, you're, you're in a vast forest without a compass or a map. Um, yeah, you might get there eventually to your destination, but <laughs> it's going to be a hairy ride. So I look at this class as just the start of the conversation for you around the, the psychology of selling of what that means. And I've, I've, I've had several posts and probably mentioned this in several podcasts that selling can be all kinds of things. Selling can be sacred. Selling can be a gift. Selling is an opportunity. Selling is taking care of my client, informing them, educating them, all these wonderful things. That's what selling is. It doesn't have to be, um, a, a nasty, uh, heavy handed convincing or manipulative process. So that's, that's the part I wish for you to take away from this is start thinking about this and, and come with your questions to this class and think about what's between you and getting that client on your table. And, and if you want to do an analysis of what that, that all the steps in between, you've got a, um, how will your client figure out who you are, where you are, why they should visit you? How are you going to make your expose all these people to your business and the value of what you offer, the different services? There's a lot of practical questions here. And really it is just a matter of 
in some cases, I've been talking a lot about the nervous system. This is where people's nervous systems start getting jacked up because it's like, oh my God, I don't know. It sounds like so, so much. I, there's so much to do. I don't know how to do any of it. And so that's where nervous system regulation comes in, because if you can calm your, your nervous system down in the midst of confusion, confusion and vast doubt, that is a huge skill to have because what is business and getting bigger in your business and more clients and more revenue, um, a better balance in life, more of the clients that you want to have a better schedule is change. And so you want to be able to reset your, your nervous system, your, uh, level of comfort and in order to, to create those things. So I think what, um, going back to another aspect of this intangible part of selling that I want you to think about is expert energy. I, I look at expert energy. Well, when, back when I was learning about the sales process and, and trying to really decondition a lot of my beliefs about selling and marketing, which I know were not helping me, which were really repelling people away for me was this, uh, how can I, do I have enough confidence to carry this expert energy? Do I have the expertise? Do I have the experience? Do that? Do I have the gravitas to, carry that. It's not a weight necessarily, but there is a presence to somebody who knows what they're talking about. It's confidence, it's belief, it's the ease in which they speak about what they're passionate about, what they do on a regular basis, what they've learned a, a, a lot about. And so, and there are skills and expertise that you have built over the years. And when you're selling or marketing yourself, you may want to include that level of expertise and remind people I've had training in X, Y, Z. I've had X amount of experience working in these environments. You might want to draw people's attention to that. But when you do be really careful of your own energy, when you do that, are you coming from a lack of confidence? You're throwing a lot of credentials. You're throwing a lot around a lot of marketing brand name classes or trainings. Are you really confident or are you just, just coming from insecurity in the sense that, uh, that people need to know this, this is what's going to draw them to me. Yeah. Part of that is that, you know, this person has obviously trained a lot, has taken, made the time and spent money in order to build that expertise, that, that knowledge base, that practical experience. So yeah, maybe I should, but it's all about the energy and how you're explaining that to other people it, through your marketing and your selling that is going to determine if that expert energy is coming across as, and this is again, open to interpretation. If you view somebody as a, as an expert, are they professional? Are they calm? Are they knowledgeable? Are they excited? Are they passionate? Are they just, you know, dealing with facts? What, what in your mind constitutes being an expert? And how do I communicate my definition of expert? How do I believe that I'm that type of expert 
when I talk to people. And so that's a whole other conversation. To what extent do you consider yourself an expert? And it could be, this is really good homework too in, in preparation for this class is really deciding, am I an expert? Well, I may not be an expert in this. I really like doing this. I know I have a solid base of knowledge and information and experience. I've taken many classes. I've done some self-study. I've, I've talked to people who do it. I've mentored with people who do this, these techniques. It's a time to celebrate what you know when you're trying to wrap your brain around being an expert. I think for me, I realized this. I've been doing massage for basically 19 years. And in my new part-time position, I recognized that it's been a long time since I've had a, a, an audience of clients who I've, I've haven't worked with before. These are all new people. And then some of them are starting to return. And it's fascinating to me, like how many questions I'll be asked because unbeknownst to me, <laughs> funnily enough, I wasn't aware of how confident and how much I knew about massage all aspects of massage, the business, the this customer service, the way a room should be set up, all the reasoning behind doing the things that I do in the way that I do them. And I come across to my clients as an expert. I have that energy as a massage therapist. I have that energy as a coach that I'm recognizing that I've had all along. I just didn't really see it. I didn't believe in it. And it took me a while to get there. And I'm like, hot damn, yes, I am an expert. I can claim expert in a lot of things, but for me, there has to be some sort of tangible foundation of belief behind that. So when you're considered a good question to ask in terms of the expert energy aspect of this is why are you the perfect person to help your potential clients? What is it about you that makes you perfect to help them? I think another question is to be really kind of specific. What will you teach them? What do you want to teach them? How specifically will you help them? And why? I love this question because it always opens up a huge Pandora's box of doubt and inadequacy, um, excitement, and perhaps confusion. Why is it important and value enough, valuable enough for someone to pay you based upon your engagement with, am I an expert or not? Am I ready to claim that title? I think that there's, this goes back to the sales triad too, belief in yourself, belief in uh, th that what you offer people is valuable. How high on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your ability to help people? And what's interesting to wrap this up Say you're, I asked you this question, um, why are you the perfect person to help your clients? And you give me an answer. 
or you have list a bunch of thoughts in paragraph form because that's how most people answer. They don't really necessarily pay to what's coming out of their mouth until they hear it. But on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your ability to help and teach your clients? Say for instance, your answer is six or seven. Two questions I would have for you are, why is it a six and what would make it a 10? Where are you in your belief? And, and by answering those two questions, you're going to figure out where your blocks are in terms of your beliefs going back to the sales triad. So there is, there are lots of levels in this work. It's totally up to you how deeply you want to go. I plan on offering a lot of practical information. I also want to teach you some, uh, well, I'm going to teach you some fundamental sales stuff that is going to be useful for you to know. I'm also going to leave plenty of time in this class for you to ask, answer questions about your particular, uh, email copy, your social media, your advertising. And we can talk about, you know, basically answering the questions of how you feel about your advertising. How is that showing up in your copy, in your emails, in your posts, in your, um, brochures or your online, say your Google business or whatever, whatever, um, online platform you use to advertise. So I, I hope to have, I, it's just an hour class. So I'm going to try to jam pack it with information and answer as many questions as I can. And, um, you can email me those questions or any questions you have in general. Um, about this class or about this podcast or anything I've talked about before, I will include my email address in the show notes. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody on my in my class. I hope to make this a easy to use, easy to experience experience because this is my first class like this, and to be it's it's kind of nerve wracking because I'm I'm overthinking how to make this as accessible for as many people as I can. So I'll figure it out. In the meantime, um, the class will be December 11th, Sunday, 2022, um, probably in the afternoon. Um, that's Eastern standard time, I guess in the United States. Um, and I plan on recording it so if you miss it and want the episode, um, or the recording, I can send it to you. Um, and I just hope to make it what you need. I want to make it practical for you to, to get all, get out of the class and be able to apply to go ahead and use. And then I will probably, I thinking of depending on how this class goes and what comes about, in terms of the subject matter to offer more classes in January. We'll see how it goes, but thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.